This is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. I'm Jim. And I'm Frank. And I'm Jerry. And this is the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast, where the shop talk is rock. Jerry, how are you doing this week? Uh, doing wonderful during this uh, pandemic. Right. Uh, we're still rock and rolling, folks. Doing wonderful, though. Thank you. All right. Jim, how about you? Doing good. Uh, I'm still working. so uh, I'm Same here. I'm, I'm essential. Yes, absolutely. Well, you provide quite a safety service out there, so I say so. You are to us, Jim. You yep. are to us. <laughs> I'm going to keep telling myself that. So, yeah, for, oh, come on. For me, for me, not much has changed. You know, um, just not running to the store every day like we were before. You know, right? Uh, ordering yeah. a few things yeah. online here and there, doing our part to kind of stay away, and uh, this too yep. shall pass. So right. you can say. Yep. You know? Exactly. Yeah, I, I didn't dig yeah. seeing. All, uh, all things must pass. Now. Yeah, you know, back in Florida, they were all on the beach having a good time. Out here in California, they're all on the beach <laughs> having a good time, and you know, it's all fun and games until you can't that's where, breathe. That's where the, it's yeah, it's still cold out like, here though. Yeah. yeah. I read the mayor's going to close everything. He heard people were having fun at the park and having fun yeah. at the beach, so he's going to close it. Yeah. Okay. Can't uh, have that. No fun allowed. No. No fun allowed. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> strange, strange times, guys. Strange oh, times. it is. It is. Yeah. Well. And to all our viewers and listeners, if you're sequestered at home and not uh, getting out and doing anything, guess what? We have over 35 hours of entertainment for you. We've got, go back and listen to some of the older episodes of the JFJ Conspiracy Podcast. You'll find some cool music from unsigned bands. Find some good classic albums. Um, it, it's... It amazed me. I went back and I was checking out some of the episodes, and we, we've covered an awful lot of bands, but like we were talking about before we started, no Beatles, no Who, no Kinks. What's up with that? What's I up don't with know that? how that happened. No. Remember, I had to t- I texted you guys today. We haven't done any Who yet? No. Unreal. And the Kinks. No, uh, no Beach Boys, yeah. no Doors, no uh, no a lot of stuff. So we've got a long a ways to go. Stuff. There's a lot to yes, dig into, know. man. Sure is. That's it. But that just shows yeah. you how much good music's already out there. And uh, I think at our age, you probably every generation thinks it, but man, we grew up in, in the prime time for a plethora of music. It was just so, oh. the variety of assortments is just amazing. Shit. Just our high school years alone, mm-hmm. just those years, four years, folks, and debut, Cars, Van Halen, all, all, I've said it before, I'll say it again, we were spoiled, all the, Def Leppard came out, Yep. I mean, oh, we 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 lived during the, to me, I'm sure people in the late 50s will disagree, or late 60s, but we lived, we went to high school during the golden age. I think so. The golden age of rock and roll. Oh, yeah. And bands. Yep. Debuts and even. Especially. Tons of debuts. Yeah. And even right after we got out of high school, I mean, the, the thing to me that I think makes it such a brilliant time is you had so many musical styles going on. Oh, I yeah. mean, you had uh, 
heavy metal getting sort of a kick in the butt with the whole mm-hmm. you know British new wave of heavy metal. Um, you had punk, you had new wave, you had rockabilly jumping in there. Um, it's just there was just so much going on. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of early synth pop. It's funny you mentioned the new wave of heavy metal. I was reading an article today. Joe Elliott says that Def Leppard and Iron Maiden are the only two bands of the new wave of heavy metal that survived. They started heavy metal, I would say, hard rock, that first album, second album. But they sure ventured off after that. And Uh I I think Iron Maiden stayed true to the the genre. Sure. But I think Def Leppard is nothing but a pop band myself. So are we, uh, we're saying that Priest sort of predated that? Is that what we're getting at? I think Priest came out, they broke before those bands really did. Yeah, I remember Green Mind Unleashed Live. That yeah. was before that. Unleashed in the well, East. I don't know was... what out, yeah. Oh. yeah, that's right. Unleashed in the okay. East. Yeah, yeah, that was before that. I but think. Yeah. I think at the time they got lumped into that, to that, that, you know, genre of, of the new wave of heavy metal. Them, Saxon, mm-hmm. who'd been around forever, you know. Right. Well, right. so... I mean, Priest just kind of broke here with British Steel. I mean, but that was like what five, six albums into their career already. So yeah, there were a few. Yep. Yeah, I still listen to Rockarola, their, their debut album. I love that album, and it was more um, psychedelic rock at that time. Yeah, you know? and uh, I think they hit their stride with Stained Class. That was kind of more of a harder rock album. But um, British Steel, forget it. That thing was. Oh yeah, that was a game I love, changer. You know what album I really like is "Sin After Sin." I, mm-hmm. I don't Another like the production one. on it, right. but the the songwriting is brutal on some of those yeah. tunes. I think that's uh, produced by Roger Glover, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was produced by Roger oh, Glover. Yeah. Very good. Well done, Frank. Hey, I'll forever well be a- angry at him too for that. Yeah, yeah, he doled it up. You mm-hmm. know, it's like going back bad to en- the... bad engineering or whatever. Yeah. But it's like going back to those first few Kiss albums. Uh, you know, hotter than hell. Ah, oh. the first sound? two are just so hard to listen to. Yeah, well, they were a live band, just, and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And it just didn't didn't convey on on, on vinyl. It didn't. But anyways, no, and, and my issue is I heard Kiss Alive before I heard the first couple. So then when you hear the first couple letdown. studio, they're so slow. Yeah. Oh boy, well, Dress to Kill, I love. And whoever. Whatever drugs they were taking when they did, I can say hotter than hell. It sounds like it was it was recording a trash can. You know, production. Yeah, garbage on that album. I remember. I remember throwing that on the turntable like for the first time. Like, why does everything sound so distorted? Yeah, like the mix is just it was terrible. Terrible. Yeah, slow. <laughs> hey guys, um, I happen to have a mail call. And um, bring it on. I want to share it with you because it coincides a little bit with Jim's pick this week. Um, Don't know if you're familiar with these guys or not, but they are called the Coffin Daggers. Now, Uh, this particular album is called Alecki album. And um, I have it on red vinyl, of course. And it is um, hard rock surf music. Cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah. red vinyl, guys. Red. You got to know I got to love it. But give, red, give, give me red. Give the Coffin Daggers <laughs> a listen. I like the name already. Oh, yeah. I yeah. do, too. And it's, 
And it's not like this <coughs> coffin, folks. No, no. <laughs> not like that coffin. They've got a couple other albums like, out that looks like they've got kind of the uh, uh, horror movie genre artwork going on their albums and everything. But check them out cool. um, through Cleopatra yeah. Records. And I have a bone to pick with Cleopatra Records. Uh-oh. Okay, folks. And what would that be, Frank? All right. Nice looking album, right? Pretty, yep. Pretty standard. Yeah. Gorgeous. Make the flipping holes the right size, guys. I could not pull this off the turntable after it went. I had to slam it down. And then when I went to pull it up, I about broke the damn record. It is so tight. <laughs> this is... It's the it's the label, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. My uh yeah. that Weezer album that we had on the mail call mm-hmm. from my sons, same same thing. Yeah. It was like the label was slight off kilter and so it was Smaller it was hard hole. it was hard to get it down onto the yeah onto the spindle there well but, uh, i've noticed a lot of the 180 gram records that i've purchased lately are like that they're just you know whoever's drilling the holes is is they need to be fired that's all there is to it they, they're lazy they're lazy they're not, <laughs> there's no quality control in that department <laughs> no uh, after the first time though it's been it's been fine yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, should, yeah. I'm not in the business of reaming, though, so, you know, that's not my Got job. It. Got it. Okay. I ain't, judge, ain't judging that one. <laughs> so, Coffin Daggers, looking forward to hearing them. Yes, yeah, check them out. Coffin Daggers. They're, they're on uh, Bandcamp Cleopatra also. Records. Cleopatra Records. Cleopatra is where I bought them from, yeah. Um, oh. Check it out. They're on Merch Bar also. There are a bunch of other areas where you can buy their records. So, this week... Oh, well, why don't we do something really different? I don't know. Jerry, why don't you go first? No way. Who, me this time? <laughs> okay, Frank and Jim. Uh, got a band called Queen Wolf. Queen Wolf from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, the album is uh, called Comedy Gold. It's going to be released this May. Uh, this show's recorded mid-March. Uh, um, we've got um, Mike Walls on vocals and guitar. Annie Bailey on bass, backup vocals in Maraca. Christy McDonald on lead guitar, vocals, and lap steel. And Chuck Hannon on drums and percussion. Um, they became a thing in July of 2012. Uh, they've got a little EP out there um, from February with called Swim and Tinkerbell. Those are the two songs on Swim and Tinkerbell. Uh, and you know, when I start reading this, guys, this is where I get to it. All songs written performed and produced by Queen Wolf in the spring and summer of 2019 at Audio Esoterica in Baltimore. I love it. Web, queenwolf.com. Instagram, at queenwolfmd. Twitter, at underscore queen underscore wolf underscore. Genre, it says, I love on their thing, loud guitar music, which that's pretty much what says it. Um, it says record label, they're free agents. Uh, you want to put out their next record? Get a hold of them, folks. Um, and the funny thing they got to me, they're a wolf pack of four that's all of, that's all out of bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's what it says. I just I just like that. Uh, yeah. The tune Frank's going to spin is called Moontooth. And again, Queen Wolf from Baltimore, Maryland. 
Good right. stuff, folks. And the song Frank's going to play is Moon Tooth. Here we go. That's Queen Wolf. I like it, Jerry. Out of Baltimore, Maryland. I do too. Thank you very much, Frank. Thank you for that. That's yeah, Queen Wolf out of Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, my bad, you two. Uh, in influences, just real quick. Fiona Apple, Converge, Queens of the Stone Age, Queen, Jangle Reinhardt, Bad Religion. Jangle Reinhardt got me kind of. Yeah. But I like it. So yeah, <laughs> Queen Wolf out of Baltimore, Maryland, folks. That's a Good busy stuff. little number. Thank you, Frank. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's uh, that's got some heat to it. Yep. yep. What'd you think, Jim? Uh, I like it. It's like um, I, I like the ball- The vocals are so nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On this, I like the way they're recorded, and the uh, the music is just loud and uh, fuzzy almost. And <laughs> yeah, it was fuzzy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In a, in a, in the best sense of the word, right. though. Clean fuzz. Clean fuzz, if that's a term. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love the heaviness of it. Yeah. There were yeah. there were moments in there where I heard a little Sabbath. There was a moments in there where I heard a little GNR. There was a few moments in there where I heard a few other things. I wouldn't have picked Fiona Apple, but um, no. or Django <laughs> Reinhardt necessarily. Or, or but Reinhardt. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, that's the one that got me with Django Reinhardt. But yeah. you know, when the maybe when the whole album comes release uh, may 1st it'll we'll hear something about you know every something like Django. could be uh, yeah Queen party Wolf. party music something like you'd mm-hmm. hear blaring at a party mm-hmm. yeah i like I, the stuff i like the riffs I, I like riffs in songs yeah you know instead of just yeah square sounding chords you know this was good and riffy i like that that's that's what i'm drawing and there's to. plenty more there yeah. yeah yeah plenty more in that tune all right well, that's Queen Wolf out of Maryland, huh? Yep, Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore. Yep. All right, check them out, fans. I know uh, you can uh, listen to their music on Bandcamp, our, one of our staples. Yep. 
but I'm, I'm sure they've got a Facebook page too, or some other social media to check out. So, uh, yeah, email is, uh, if you want to email them, it's queenwolf.contact at Gmail, uh, Twitter again, underscore right. queen, underscore wolf, underscore, et cetera. They're on YouTube. Cool. They got some good videos. Uh, the whole album's coming out May 1st, folks, about two weeks. All right. Looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah. Good stuff. Thank All you. Right. That's awesome. Yep. All right, well, moving forward, um, I've got a, an act. Uh, the uh, performer's name is Johnny Skull Knuckles, and uh, he's the guitarist of uh, the band, the Kopeck. I like it already. Oh, yeah. The Kopeck <laughs> Millionaires. Um, they're out of uh, Manchester, UK. And uh, oh. Johnny's put out um, some singles on his own away from the band, uh, one of them being Hey Mickey, believe it or not, a kind of a punk rendition of Hey Mickey. Cool. You, know, you might want to check that out. And uh, another one called So Alone, which came out in 2014. Um, the song I'm going to play tonight is called Overattached. And uh, it's off his EP called A Face Made for Radio. And that's what attracted me to the whole situation because that's our Maybe sound. That's us. Yes. <laughs> right up our alley. I, love I think that's very yeah, kind of him sure. to, yes. like, yeah. to reference, reference us in the title. <laughs> Yep. But uh, uh, Johnny wanted me to mention the the Kopeck Millionaires uh, because that's his main band. And uh, they've got oh, three albums out on, uh, on Bandcamp that you can digitally download. The The CDs have been sold out. So, But uh, one of them was uh, Heartaches and Hard-Ons back in 2012. And then uh, Dirty Beef Hands came out, yeah. came out in 2014. And in 2016, uh, they had Hopes and Dreams and Goldfish, which basically the album cover was a toilet bowl. So, um, yeah, check, um, check out. Subtle, yeah. subtle titles. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the, the, the band comprised of Johnny Skull Knuckles on guitars, uh, Roland Irate on drums, Johnny Vincent on bass, and the Angelic Pop-Tarts on background vocals. So, oh, love yeah. that. The song I'm going to play for you is called Overattached by Johnny Skullknuckles.
All right, there's Johnny Skull Knuckles with Overattached. Well, let's hear your thoughts on that, Jerry. Fat bass line. I love that fat bass line. I love that in the background. And then when he goes up with his little lead there. Yeah. Oh, that bass hanging, holding things on. I like it. I like it. Jim? That ended way too early for me. <laughs> I really, I loved, I loved that from the, from the good. intro yeah. all the way through. There's something about that to me that just sounds extremely British. Yes, well, as it should. And I, yeah. As it should, right? No, but just the style of it. I yeah. mean, it, it rem- a little Gen X-ish to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got s- some elements of that going on. And so it, it, I, I love that style of rock and roll. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I really love that. That's good stuff. Now, I don't know if you guys know this about me or not, but I, I like sarcasm. And um, what? what the hell? Yeah, I know. It's a newsflash. Hey, hi, man. Is this, is this Frank Dragato? <laughs> he likes sarcasm? Sarcasm? Yeah. This, is, this song is just dripping with it, and that's, that's what I loved yeah. about it so the, much. Yeah. Uh, great great riffs throughout. Yeah. What's that, Jerry? <laughs> I said, I got to right. give that the Benny Hill look. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Frank, sarcastic. You're That's... still on that. <laughs> oh, gosh. But <laughs> I know exactly where you're coming from, Jim, on the British sound, from the vocals, from the way it's recorded. I don't. All that, of it. The amps just sound different. It's got that. Yes. That sound, you know? And mm-hmm. um, the, everything that they, the, the Kopec millionaires themselves and, and Johnny Skull Knuckles, I said, check out. Oh Mickey, yeah. You you wouldn't think that anybody else should sing it because they do. He does such a good job with it. Yeah, I would well, agree. Yeah, I, I, to hear it. yeah I would agree. I, I, Frank, yeah. I like the sarcasm of the song, but I, I love the way he fits like little licks in the guitar in yes. between. You know, just mm-hmm. nice little flourishes in there that just really, really tart the song up nicely. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, check them out. Uh, there's some YouTube videos of the band. Um, Check them out on Bandcamp, uh, Facebook. Uh, they got a page. Have to uh, just check them out everywhere. Uh, you, you will not be disappointed because it is entertaining music all the way through. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh, oh yeah. All right. Well, that is Johnny Skull Knuckles, and again, I, I want to continue to mention the Kopec Millionaires because that is that is the band he plays guitar for. And he he's not leaving them. He's just doing a little stuff on the side, I guess. While they're... something on the side, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta got let those creative juices flow. That's it. Yep. So, Jim, what do you got for us? Okay, tonight I have a band out of Arizona. Yep. A surf band out of Arizona, The Sound of Desert Surf. <laughs> the Apaches. Right. Ah, the uh, <laughs> band with the uh, racially insensitive name. Yes. Well, let's, let's talk about that for a second. Oh yeah, huh. shall we? I forgot. Yeah, shall we talk That's about where that? We're at, folks. Is that really? An I, issue? It, it's a it's a bit of a sore subject with the band. Um, you know, <laughs> a great band though. So, uh, full disclosure. I guess we're not going to talk about uh, it. Full, yeah, no, I let's not we talk were. about it. Do you guys want to talk about it? We'll talk I do. About it. I really do. Okay, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> what I want to since. Again, you were getting ready to jump into full disclosure. I want to know, has there been one Native American to put up any resistance to the name of the Apaches 
for these guys? That that I can't say. Um, although... I doubt it. It's probably going to be some badass. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Tell us how you feel, Jerry. I it's picture gonna be that... some fa. It's going to be some fa white dude sitting somewhere I, I, trying I... to be offended on anything available. I picture that lady who's Sorry. calling the cops on everybody. Cents. You know, like, right. oh, yeah, there, there's a band named the Apaches over here. That, yeah. Who's complaining about this? They're making noise this? out in front of my house. Yeah. They're making noise. <laughs> my son did say he was accosted by, I think, two white girls at a gig who were like, uh, gave him the what for, and he just said, I'm, I'm not going to talk to you about it. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. He's all, you know right. what? I joined the band. They were already a thing. Go, go hash it out with them. Yeah. Um, yeah, chick. The two chick. The two chicks were woke. Yes, <laughs> very woke. Very woke. Uh, I, I don't like. I said I, I don't have a problem with it. I, I, yeah. I is it good music? That's my thing. I don't care if they're called the. Well, I don't want to cuss again on the right. same show. I don't care what well, they're it, called. If it's there's good music, a, it's good music. That's it for me, folks. That's it. I don't care what they're called. But where's the slander? Well, it's it's I it's don't know. Nod, it's a nod to Davy Allen, right? Right. Apache sixty five was a song by Davy Allen and the Arrows, right. and it's a little nod to that. So it's yeah. within surf music. I mean, if you saw that, you would mm-hmm. make that connection, sure. right? They're not out to not disparaging anybody. Yeah. Exactly. Been around for a while, but their their yeah. their one song, "Hey, how are you?" is a little bit, you know. I don't know. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know if they should continue doing that song. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? And it gets the fans going. <laughs> I understand, but other than that, it's a sing along, guys. Come on, it's a sing along. <laughs> like the tomahawk chop, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe we're just from a different era, I guess. Because if this is gonna bother somebody. And, you know, the band's putting out some cool surf music. And like you say, you can be a punk about it and, and complain about the name of the band that I. And if it's disparaging to some, to some of our listeners, put it in the comments and let us know. Let let us have it because I don't see it. Yeah. I didn't know. Um, like I said that uh, there's anything wrong with that. But anyways, no, no, I don't see it. I, I just don't. Okay, Jim. Sorry. Go ahead. My soapbox. No box. problem. I'm stepping up my soapbox. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the band consists of uh, Eric Hirsch on lead guitar, uh, Andrew Jemsek on bass guitar, the completely brilliant Jacob Strong on rhythm guitar. <laughs> He's holding it down. Jesus yes, holding it down. Rhythm. Adam Gold on drums and percussion. The band started in uh, 2015. This is their fourth album. They had a, a couple EPs, Volume 1 and Volume 2, that got combined into a full length. And they released Volume 3 and 4. Uh, and so uh, this is their fourth fourth full length release. This is called... Um, why am I blanking on the <laughs> title? Dig. Rancho Deluxe. Dig. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Rancho Deluxe. So this right. is their latest... Uh, and so the song we're going to hear is Dig All right. off of this album. This is my favorite song on the album, but uh, it's all good. They went in a little different direction on this album, so it's a little more spaghetti western-ish. I love it. They've added a lot of different uh, instruments on the album, which I think really um, 
adds to what they've done in the past and uh, kind of takes it in a new little direction, but a good direction, I think. So let's, let's give, give it a, a spin. Yeah, here we go. There's the Apaches with Dig. And I got to say, Quentin Tarantino, if you're out there listening, you need to make one more movie and put this song in it because that's right up your alley. Holy yeah, moly. Inglorious Bastards 2. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure uh, I'm sure he's listening. Kill so. Bill Volume yeah. 3. Kill Bill Volume 3. Put that in there. Yep. Love the layers of that song. Yeah. Because just oh, when you think, good. okay, I've got a little rhythm and I got the bass going and the drums, here comes, you hear the organ pumping in there. Bow, now. Bow. Yeah. And then when right, the solo uh, hits. Oh. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah, their bass player also uh, also an accomplished organist and uh, keyboard player. And so uh, that's what I'm saying. Those uh, kind of uh, He's really brought something different to the band, you know? And uh, Clean. I think we've... Uh, can we just discuss this for a second you know we used to have kind of a kind of a tradition in this country of instrumental music mm-hmm. that we don't really have anymore yeah. you know it's it very prominent yep. Yep. you know very prominent in the 60s obviously with bands like the ventures oh, yeah. and link ray and dick dale, know, stuff dick like dale, that link dick ray, dale yep. right but what have we really had since then uh the yep. only instrumental song i can really think that like made a dent was maybe Summer Song by uh, Joe Satriani. Joe, yeah. yeah. And that wasn't yeah. that big. I mean, commercially, you know. I, I don't think uh, it was. It, yeah, maybe not. You know, it was it was Summer out there. Was we decent. heard it. Yeah. Yep. You know, Surfing with yeah. the Alien and all those that Jerry loves. Those were on the Surfing radio. Them, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yep. Now, if you were listening music, to the right radio, probably. But right. I, I remember hearing yeah. that on, like, more commercial radio. I think it ended up in a... I want to say it ended up in a commercial TV, or something. Yeah, car commercial, I think. Yeah. It seems like instrumental rock, especially, um, people don't have a long attention span anymore. And it, it goes back to the digital age. They're looking for that hook 
and the vocals is usually what brings that in so they can sing yep. along. What's good about this is you've got a rhythm line going that yep. you're singing along whether you like it or not. You know, you you right. start and like Jerry. Dun, 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 right, very dun. hummable. Yeah. And bow, bow, listen to the whole bow, song. Bow. And you'll yeah. listen to the solo. You'll be humming That's the solo good. too, because it's it's not yeah. way out there to where it's, you know, it's one of those solos you can hum, and it's very yeah. catchy. That's good. Yeah, That's I've good. heard a lot of guitar players, and and even a lot of heavy metal guitarists, that will say, um, you know, you've got a good solo if you can kind of if you can kind of hum it out. Hum it. Yeah. You know, if if somebody can hum it, then you've you've got something that that's you know good within the context of the song right well, that mm-hmm. works in my favor with my sausage fingers so you know, <laughs> there you go it, i always try to put incorporate something that will be memorable you know in the guitar solo doesn't always work but this particular song here sure worked for me that's that love it oh it's fantastic yeah. i like it so like i said i want to get back into the whole thing with the name or anything but i hope they stay the course and uh same here. Yeah, I mean, stick to their bows uh, and arrows. To, uh, supposed to be vinyl coming out for this, right? Nice. So Ooh. they announced that there will be uh, there will be vinyl. I don't know if it'll be colored vinyl, but uh, <laughs> well, let me put a word out there. Um, the last album that came out, I purchased, and I was kind of expecting maybe a signed copy or something, you know. And um, you 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 think you'd get one, Frank? You, you know, think just you'd get knowing who you know a sticker, yeah. um, a thank you note. Something. I didn't get dick. Okay. Yeah. No Richard here. No. <laughs> so listen up, Apaches. <laughs> you know, we, this we... Is the JFJ show conspiracy <laughs> podcast talking to you. Yeah. Now, if there's anybody, you know, affiliated with our show. <laughs> That's please all help good. Out at your convenience. Yeah. <laughs> now, it'd be nice to. You know, once uh, if they come out with vinyl, I'll definitely buy vinyl, of course, whether it's colored or not. I might even do that. Right? Yeah, and as long as I get the hole correct, you know. So <laughs> I think they have no control over that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want to head south so fast, but I got to mind my people. Yeah. I, already, I, already I already cussed. I already cussed once in this show. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, grief. Yep. Well, check out the Apaches, folks. You, you won't be disappointed if, if you uh, like. They're on Bandcamp. Yeah. Apaches.bandcamp.com. Yeah. Dig. 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 I love it. Cool name. From Rancho Deluxe. Sweet. Sweet, Jaime. Mm. Tonight's What Floats Your Boat. I've got four different uh, listeners that kind of sent us some real quick videos, and we appreciate that. Um, if you're if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see the last one, which is from our own Johnny Skullknuckles, and he provided us a, nice. a video, and you can read along with it, what what is uh, floating his boat. If you're listening on uh, iTunes or Buzzsprout or whatever, you're going to miss out on the here's some music, but you're not going to hear what actually floats his boat. So if you're that interested, uh, damn the man, damn the man. Just go ahead and write into us, and we'll let you know what floats Johnny's boat. But uh, here we go with this episode's version of What Floats My Boat. Hey, Frank, Jim, and Jerry. This is Greg. I'm one of your biggest fans, so I know the rules. I'm going to make this fast. What floats my boat? 
a local band from Orange County called Slaves to Humanity. These kids are in high school and they really rock. And the other is from LA called Dirty Honey. Thanks. Hey, JFJ Conspiracy Podcast. Uh, I'm Justin Dubay, and this is what floats my boat. Uh, I've been listening to a lot of um, Death from Above, uh, the new record produced by Eric Valentine, which is a big deal to me. Uh, it's just, it sounds disgusting in the best way possible, and it kicks ass, and it's it's it just rocks. Uh, and I guess the other thing that I've been listening to, or that what that floats my boat, is um. Uh, I can't think of the name, so I'm just going to stop it right there. As far as, let me see, music that I'm listening to right now, I'd have to say uh, the Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. Uh, very good, uh, very good band, uh, kind of haunting uh, sound, uh, great guitar. Um, and then also Alice in Chains, I've you know, one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, I enjoy listening to them, their three-part harmonies. Uh, their new album, Rain or Fog. I've uh, been getting a lot of rotation with that. I've been playing that a lot. And, you know, let's go back to the classics as well. Uh, good stuff. I recommend anybody out there who likes good music, check out those two bands. Thanks. boat and uh, any of our listeners or viewers we want to hear from you we want to know what's floating your boat what are you listening to what's uh what's what's really doing it for you david lee roth yeah. put it best when he said when you turn your stereo on does it return the favor the favor and uh, yeah. we want to know because that ain't happening Good much quote. anymore yep it sure was so <clears throat> anyways Send us your uh, videos to jfjshow at gmail.com or hit us up on Messenger, uh, one to two minute video. If you want to do longer, that's fine too. We grew accustomed to a couple long videos there for a while. A couple oh. of our listeners uh, were very uh, entertaining and um, uh, imaginative, if you will, and we we appreciate the effort, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yes. All right, well, let's let's get into this week's pick, which is Jim's classic album. And Jim, take it away. So this week, uh, classic album is uh, X's debut, Los Angeles, released in 1980 on Slash Records, notably produced by Ray Manzarek of The Doors. Oh, I didn't know that. Which, um, wow. which I think uh, is a good thing. <laughs> to my mind, because I think he brought 
probably some discipline and some smoothness in there. Um, he, he ends up playing keyboards on, I think, like four tunes on the album, though. I know exactly which one it is. And um, kept playing it. <laughs> well, and and uh, I mean, Ray's no slouch on the keyboards, right? So I oh, mean, no. um, there's there's some uh, beautiful flourishes in there. Uh, mm. I don't know if that takes away from what it is, but um, I think overall, I mean, um, to this day, it sits uh, on Rolling Stone's list of 500 greatest albums. It's solidly at two, uh, 287. Yeah, their first two is in the top 500. Yeah, the first two are on the top 500. I didn't really get into them until uh, until their second album came out, Wild Gift, and uh, even yeah. then, probably not even more until their third album, but... Um, so it's uh, widely regarded as one of the best, uh, certainly one of the best albums to come out of L.A. punk at that time, um, and you know still revered to this day, I think, uh, by a lot of people. Not everybody falls into that category, but uh, no, we'll get we'll get on with that, <laughs> well, won't we? <laughs> yeah, it, interesting. I read a little I read a little story. So Ray Manzarek was at the whiskey one night with his wife. And X was playing, and he's like, wow, these, he was really into it. He's enjoying it. And his wife turns to him and says, hey, do you, do you recognize this song? Mm-hmm. He's all like, looks at her, and he says, no, I don't know any of these songs. She's all, no, 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 listen to it. Like, really <laughs> listen to what they're playing. And he's right. like, oh, my gosh, that's Soul Kitchen. Right. So they were covering the doors. Yep. And uh, so I guess it just became sort of a natural fit for him to, to end up producing the record. Yeah. And... Uh, when you think about it, that's that's a pretty extraordinary thing. I mean, you know, the Doors had kind of had their heyday ten years earlier from that, roughly, yeah. and um, yeah. you know, here he is falling in love with a punk band in you know late uh, late seventies, early eighties, and uh, so much so that he wanted to to work with them or produce them, and you know, and it was on Slash Records, which was a tiny little. LA-based label, right? I mean, they ended up getting bought out by Warner eventually, but of course, um, yeah. of course, right? That's yeah, sellouts. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, let's talk about the first couple songs. Uh, your phone's off the hook, but you're not. And uh, was it Johnny Hit and Run? John, Johnny Hit and Run, Paul, hey, Pauline.
Okay, right off the bat, okay, we'll talk about Soul Kitchen also, but loved the music that was performed. The vocals by both of them just was like nails on a chalkboard to me. And, <laughs> and it was the style. What? It was the style of how they say, were. Those boys, oh, they, they both, together great they, to me. They just oh. were two whiners that just shut up. Oh, if they Frank, had Frank, Frank. anybody else Please singing, I would like really it. feel. Yeah. At, Epstein and John Doe? Exactly. Those voices go together like, oh, that's, a, oh. Like yeah. peanut butter and chocolate, no, no. right there, and they baby. Do. <laughs> oh, it's it's hey, more like voices go together. No, oh, they do go together, but they don't belong on the record. That's all I'm saying. Oh, and no, I, I I recall as a teenager going to a club, and I think it was probably the whiskey or something, and strolling in there, and they were playing. I love that. And no, it was the armpit hair that I couldn't take. You know. Well, you're not supposed to listen with your eyeballs, hey, Frank. Hey, you know? hygiene is key, and I know they were living the punk life, you know, but... <laughs> oh. she, was a, she was a beatnik poet, man. Uh, she was, yeah, man. Probably where that comes well, from. So so was problem, Yoko Ono. Man. It doesn't make it any better, you know? Oh, Frank. Yeah. yeah Love I, the music. I tell you what, X, I'd rather listen to Xene sing over Yoko any day of the week. It's the same thing Even at my midnight, age. When I'm uh, no, yeah, oh, no. it's garbage. strong, no. strong disagree there, but <laughs> you'll remember that's when two, I, that's two disagrees. Yeah. yeah. So you'll remember when I, I brought this album oh. up, like I remember hearing Los Angeles for the mm-hmm. first time and there was just something so weirdly dissonant about their voices. Yeah. It was I just, like it. I it was a like little, those voices together. It was a little odd. Best, and, um, best part about the album, Jim, it's only 28 minutes. That's the best part. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> right. Uh, so we want to talk about our favorite out of those three. No, that's, three? that's we still have nausea and uh, sugar light on side one to talk about. Okay. You know, let's do it. Let's let's t- you know. talk about nausea and, and sugar light jim um i think her voice is perfect for nausea yeah well <laughs> it certainly is and I, I mean that no i mean that in a good way i, I mean I, I i think uh when you listen to what she's singing over the top of that uh mm-hmm. that you know <coughs> crunchy rhythm right uh did you say nausea Jaime? yeah so I mean, okay, of the yeah, that's the one I got. 
Mark keyboards too long, over and over too long. <laughs> yeah. But if it's right. Manzarek. Yep. I, I thought they were good. Sorry, guys. I, I didn't yeah. know. Yeah, I didn't know it was Manzarek doing that. So yep. no, that kind of changes things a bit, guys. It really does. No. The, you know, um, I think I remember reading him reading somewhere. You know, she was really the unschooled. She was, she was a she was a lyricist. She wasn't really right. a singer. Right. She was like Billy Zoom's girlfriend sitting in on sessions. She was John John Doe's girlfriend, but Oh, uh, excuse me. Oh. So she was sort of the uns, unschooled. She was the sort of non-musician of the group. And so um I, I like her. I, I And you don't see any parallel to Yoko. Imagine that. No. No, no, no. no, me, no Yoko, not even close. To me, to me, thank you, Jaime. I'm not even close. To me, Yoko is fingernails on the chalkboard. So is this uh, I like this. I, I like these like two together. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Love and that's why music. I love that tune, Fourth of July, many years later. Mm. I love that song to this day. Mm. Well, I think she became a better singer as she went along. Well, of course, yeah. yeah. You know, that's to be expected. Yeah. Well, okay, mm. so on side one, do you have a favorite, Jim? Uh, probably Johnny Hit and Run Pauline. All right. Great you, solo. Uh, I put right next to Johnny Hit and Run Pauline. Great solo. I'd say I, I'd agree with Hyman on that. Mm-hmm. Although on Soul Kitchen, there's a good solo. And 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 as Christopher Walken would say, good cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I, I can't have go to, wrong with the cowbell. I have to go along with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the best track on the on the side one for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it all it's be... hard not to like that Billy Zoom guitar, man. Yeah. Oh, oh no, the music this, is excellent. Oh, oh yeah. 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 So is it the music? So you you concur, Frank, that the music is okay? Oh, it, it's the vocals the, that throw you, and it's not even. Really, you know, the, to me, I, they go I, to, they go together so good. It's the when style two... of singing that I can't. I don't like. I don't like the whining. They're whining. They're not singing, and it's a style that made them popular. You know, I, it, it just oh. wasn't. It wasn't in my wheelhouse at all. Did not enjoy. Uh, it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Love the music. Don't get me wrong. I, I, you throw anybody over singing something else over top on the top of it. I'm all in. You know. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you an X song after. When we're done here tonight, right. I want you to listen to it. Tell All me, right. tell me what you think of it. Okay, okay. Yeah, get him. Well, let's get him, uh, Miami. Let's talk about. No, La- it's all right. Let's talk about Los Angeles and uh, sex and dying in high society. So, um, this is how I kind of feel about this. 
you can take the lyrics on almost any one of their songs, especially because they're all about the same tempo, and you could interchange them from song to song, and you wouldn't know the difference because of the style of the whining that's going on. I, I wouldn't that? call it whining. She's got a little bit of that sort of uh, how we talked about Lou Reed. I mean, she, uh, it's she's almost a shouter, mm-hmm. I think. And uh, I don't get the whine, but um, I that's, don't sort of, we... that's sort of that sort of talk singing <laughs> that yeah. we right. Yeah, they're talk singing right into a whine in my my ears. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> My God. Cool. And Frank's the Italian one. He loves his wine, folks. Oh, Except no. tonight. <laughs> Except tonight. Um, I was reading about Los Angeles and how it had to be so heavily edited because a lot of TV shows and different places have used the song because it is a staple of. Oh yeah. I was going to ask you, Jaime, is that the one I is that the? Uh, so, I'm sorry to interrupt, Frank. Uh, mm-hmm. When I had Los Angeles, and I listened to it. I had I had wrote the word radio question mark. Would that have been the one I heard on the radio, Jaime, back in the day? Uh, yeah, the song Los Angeles. Uh, okay, first, first song I heard by them. Yeah, was was okay. Los Angeles. Okay, because when I heard it, it it brought yeah brought back a little memory. So sorry, Frank. No, yeah. 1980 for 1980. Yeah, 1980. They had some words in there that were questionable at the time, and uh, had to be. I mean, wow, the radio yeah. edits. Uh, more were questionable now. Even more now, yeah. Yeah. But um, now. I, I know uh, different TV shows, yeah. have, you've heard it on snippets here and there. and uh, It's everywhere. It's, it's a, like I say, it is a part of Los Angeles. It's an, yeah, it's an iconic yeah. song. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, the album kind of uh, finishes up with uh, the unheard music, which I wish it was. And um, the world's a mess. <laughs> I will concur with Frank on that one, Jaime. Uh, uh, yeah, the unheard music right next to it. N A H. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. say about un- the unheard music it and you guys you know i know you love this album and, and this whole thing but i i, I like it yeah. this particular song to me and this is the first thing i thought of is uh good old ray was uh probably at home and he was stumbling across some stuff that oh shit you know what uh uh, Morrison left this behind, and this was a, a track we would never record in a million years. Let's give it to these bozos, because but it I'm sounds, producing this young new young band. Yeah, Let's it, see if we can slap slop it in there. It sounds like uh, a Doors did, reject. He did not write that. I know so. it. I know it. <laughs> but it's what it sounds like. That was the first impression I got. Um, that song is I, almost yeah, five that. minutes. Your favorite right. style, all right? 
Yeah, you know that's a little long for me. Uh, yeah, it's about three minutes too long for Jaime. No. Uh, I, I will say this about that song, though. That um, there, there were no rules for punk rock at the time. No. And um, we, when you hear that now, you wouldn't go like, oh, that's a punk rock song, right? No, but it's very good recording. Very clean. Very well produced. Just... I love it, Jaime. I, I love it, Jaime. And I would have never bought this album had you not brought it up. So thank you for that. Yeah. And the top 500, Frank. Who is Rolling Stone? You care what Rolling Stone has to say? Uh, they they run the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Not really. Okay. But My point but, exactly. Oh, they do? Rolling yes. Stone runs the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? They own it. <laughs> well, I have a... Uh, Tom Petty's in the top 500, Frank. Yeah. Yeah, well, Damn the Torpedoes is, for it's sure. It's a good album. Yep. It is a good album. Yeah. Um, yeah I will say this about, about certain lists. So I have a I have a friend who's a, he's a Who fan, but he only loves like early Who. Mm-hmm. So anything previous to um, Who's Next. Probably Tommy. Oh, Who's Next. Okay. And, he, and, you know, he said, oh, anything from Who's Next on. I'm like, you don't like Who's Next? <laughs> And and he's like, no, I can't stand it. And I'm like, no weird. There's, a, I, I know, but there's, there's certain albums. There's a reason that they end up continually on critics' like favorite list, right? And that's one that's always kind of near the top. It's a near flawless yep. album. Yep. Yep. And so I always have to, I always have to kind of challenge myself a little bit and say, why, why is this like over and over again picked as one of the best albums? So, right? so does that mean you're going to go out and run out and buy Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run or Live Born in the USA or? I I bought He's Born on in the, the USA just for, you know that's it that's the only Bruce I own. No. I'm not going to no. go out and buy Nebraska. Not the no. Acu- oh, that's the acoustic. Uh, it's what I'm saying is, but it will make it will make me take a listen to it and say, why is this something that shows up over and over again, right? So like, there's got to be something to it. I, I that, think it's different. That makes it show up like that. The older doesn't music. mean you're gonna lo- doesn't mean you're gonna love it, but right. it, no. I I have to challenge no. myself to go out and say why. Well, there's a lot of bands right off the top. When you speak of Rolling Stone lists, that once I see them, I'm like, I'm not interested. It's not my style of music. Um, and because some Yahoo who writes for a magazine has been given 100 free copies and 100 T-shirts and he's been writing stories on the band. And that's <laughs> oh, what I it's get, all about. I get what you're saying. No, I yeah. get what you're saying. Absolutely. And that's why lists continue to repeat themselves. Yes, a lot of lists are good. Who's next? Excellent album. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's not. But it's all subjective because what you think is good won't be the same to me and it certainly won't be the same to jerry you know and, and or any of the listeners for that matter it's just I, right I, but i've heard enough I, i've heard enough bruce springsteen that i don't have to go listen to you know I, i've made up my own mind on bruce springsteen <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah but yeah. somebody thinks he's good because he's on the top of every list you know right so there's things about bruce springsteen that i think he does very well but i think um I was listening to an Eddie Trunk interview and he was talking about, he's good friends with little Steven. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, and, and he straight up told him like, you know, I'm just not a Springsteen fan. He said, look, you got to come see him do it live. Right? right. And so 
He said, so he it's hooked like me up. I went. Yeah. He's all, he hooked me up. I went. I watched the show. And then afterwards, he said, so what did you think? And he said, like, it's just not my thing, right? right? right. <laughs> it's like, there's no, there's no crunch to it. Yeah. Yeah. Which and was always kind of my... Part of always my gripe with Bruce Springsteen. There was just no he crunch the, to it. Yeah. He gives the fans his money worth, though. Apparently, he does three, four-hour shows. Hey, so you cannot gripe aspect, about that. Yeah, no, you can't. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. $20 beers. $20 beers for four hours. <laughs> I'm not yeah. I'm not selling my house. Right, but based based on what they charge to get into a Bruce Springsteen concert. You can afford $20 beers. He, beer. he should play about eight hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, getting back to X. I, I want to say yeah. this. I like oh, not it. The, X. X. <laughs> Jerry made a good point. This is a very well polished album for a punk album. It's there's nice. no edges on. There's Absolutely. no. It's not edgy mm. in the music department. It is heavy metal type guitars, and it's nice. Great solos. Fast. I would say a little more rock, really, but maybe yeah. Nice, fast, clean, fat drums. Yep. Yes. I love the music. I love the tempo. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It's those, it's just, oh. I it's the whining. It. Yes. The whining. Yeah. The, um, never did it. Interesting, uh, interesting thing. I have a an interview with Exine from maybe 83, 84, something like that, uh, where she says, we were really not a punk band. Mm-hmm. She says, in order to get gigs at the time, you had to say you were a punk band. So we just got up and did our thing. Um, and somebody else made the uh, made the argument, and it, m- it might even have been Ray Manzarek. He said they're really like an Americana band. Just well, like, speed it up. But then again, who <laughs> who labels them as punk? Rolling Stone, you know, magazines, and maybe probably right. people who never even saw them live, but saw pictures or heard how fast the tempos of the music was, or whatever. Yeah. But when you look at the bands they were playing with at the time, yeah. right? So they were playing with like the Gears and the Germs and, uh, you know, I don't know who else was maybe playing out that time, Castration Squad or one of those other bands, right? right? Yeah. So, I mean, they played to a very punk audience. Yeah. Yeah. Not my thing. Uh, it's one of those albums that I, I listened to and it's like, oh, good. Thank you. It's only 28 I, minutes. I, I liked it. And I listened to I mean, it I would have two never, or three times. I would have never bought that. I would have never bought that if you didn't mention it. I mean, thank you. Yeah. I own it now. Yeah. I, th- I think it holds up personally. I think uh, I think it's a good uh, a good little slice of what was happening in L.A. at the time. And uh, I think of all those bands, um, they might have been the gold standard. I've seen them a few times live. I loved them live. I yeah. thought they were great. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, check them out. If you think they stand the test of time, give them a listen. Aren't they still touring? Very Blue Moon 2019. I think uh, they, they still play out. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. <laughs> yeah. They do a they do a Christmas show every year. I think they're still doing it. <laughs> they're a merry oh, ex- ex- Christmas show. Yeah. yeah. I got it. Well, <laughs> the next pick belongs to Jerry. Let's move on, shall we? Um. Yes, and this is going to be right up Frank's wheelhouse mm-hmm. for my Uh-oh. classic pick, circa 1980. Frank's going to love this the most, I think, out of all of us oh, besides boy. me. Uh, I'm nervous. Yeah. Ready? Oh yeah. Pete Town. Pete Townsend. Empty glass. Right. Oh, okay, that's a good one. 
Interesting. Yeah, I believe that's his. I believe that's his second. The earlier, the uh, first one came way earlier, like early seventies. Mm-hmm. It was kind of a offshoot. But empty glass to me, you know, we've heard them tunes on the radio. I think uh, MTV was just starting to explode then, so we heard Rough Boys and Let My Love Open the Door, whatever. But um, anyway, yeah, Pete Townsend. That doesn't have face dances on it. No, that's. Um, I want to say. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I'll have to. I, I hate that I don't know. I thought I was going to write. Was I was going to write that. Rough Boys yeah, is a good but, song. I enjoy that one. I was going to write down the tunes, uh, the songs on it, but I didn't. But yeah, Pete Townsend, Empty Glass, 1980. All right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, Let get, My Love Open the Door was a big one. Yeah, Let My Love Open the Door was the big one. Right. Yeah, he was hitting a stride there. There were, uh, he was oh, yeah. covered radio. by a bunch of people, too. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, Pete's got a way about playing guitar that nobody else does. He's just. No open tuning, yeah. no bar, no bar. Yeah, no, no, uh, whatever the thing that called. He's just no power chords with him, yeah. basically, other than uh, no, he's, Bob O'Reilly. But to me, and the lyrics too. I mean, you know, normally I don't go in for lyrics. I just like the song, and then that gets me into it. Yeah. Then I purchase it. Then I listen to it. Oh, you know, by the way, these are great lyrics too. Most of my favorite. So anyway, yeah. Most yeah. of my favorite Who songs are the breaks where Pete starts singing. You know? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Not that there's bad Who songs, but uh, uh, my uh, favorites usually have Pete singing some kind of accompaniment to it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Kind of an uh, yeah, an alternative voice or mm-hmm. alternative, um, you know, thought to what Roger's singing. Yeah. He'll, he'll throw in a little "I agree with you" or you know. Yeah. yeah. It's so. I'm glad you guys. Yeah, I thought for sure that would get Frank Frankled, oh, but no. not like X. Not uh, like X debut. Hi, man. Uh, Oh, poor Frank. <laughs> I'm going to take a shower now. I feel dirty. I feel dirty. <laughs> and, and you know what's funny, Jerry, is the, the keyboard in Nausea is the are, that's the best part of the song, man. I love the, the keyboard in that. Here's exactly what I wrote, Frank and Jaime. N- next to Nausea, I wrote keyboards too long, comma, <laughs> keyboards over and over. Yeah, it's it's good. But now that I know it's but now that I know it's Rayman Zarek, I bet I I bet when we're done with the show, I listen to it again. You probably like it. I just thought he kept playing the same little riff. He's probably tripping on acid five times. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, you know, more power to you, Ray. But you know, I just I remember I heard it and I go, that's about the fourth time I've heard that in this song, (laughs) and it's by X. Yeah. How can there be that much time in the song to hear that four straight times? Yeah. Anyway, the song song's already too long for me. Uh-huh. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, agreed. But you know, the world's a mess. It's in my kiss. That's a long song too, but I mm-hmm. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Hey, r- real quickly, like have either the other you... song sucks all the energy out of the album? I think. <laughs> have either of you seen the um, documentary on David Crosby on cable? No. Okay. No, I tell you what. Yeah, not to interrupt, Frank. I've just watched one on the Stones and one on ZZ Top, top class. Right. But no, not the one on uh, David Crosby. Y- yep. You guys know I'm not a big Birds fan or David Crosby. To be, I'm not you a like big Flip? David Crosby fan. Well, after... no, Frank likes flipping the bird. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. Oh, I after, do like the birds. Though. After you, you know, like I said, we talked it's about jangly. The, the jangly, it's jangly, um, yeah. jangly. After. After watching this um, documentary, I like him even less. 
And uh, <laughs> is that possible? Because when yes. you don't like something, Frank, you pretty much go all in. I, I, <laughs> you know. Well, you, you know, thought about it, you like it even less. <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for you if you're gonna watch it, but he comes off as a victim because he's pissed off Neil Young. He's pissed off. Um, yeah. Graham Nash. Everybody has just distanced themselves from him because yeah. he's he's Graham Nash. Yeah, you know, he's he's an Adam Henry. So <coughs> this whole I don't thing, even know who that is. Uh, asshole. So those. <laughs> okay. You mean a BFer? You mean a BFer? Huh? Okay. So he sits there and he boo hoo's. Never heard. <laughs> never heard Adam Henry. Okay. Don't know that one. Oh, I thought I'd no. heard them all. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Adam Henry. Did he sign the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> Where's Frank going? God Almighty. Oh. I'm sorry. Say, <laughs> uh, they're they're call signs. That's or... call signs. Yeah. Adam Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, um, guys. I've never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> All I can say is <laughs> watch watch the show, you know, and um, must I <clears throat> just watch the last twenty minutes of it because you he's got you he's playing the victim this whole this whole thing saying, oh, woe is me. They won't talk to me. They won't make music. They won't do this. I screwed up. It's all my fault. And right. then the guy interviews the guy's him. A, the guy's a punk, though. Well, the, the guy interviewing him says, well, is there you know, anything you know you can say to make it better? And he's like, no, nah, man, you don't even know. I, I could have been playing you the whole time. You don't know. I was like, you know what? Oh, one of them, one of them is smart idiots. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it, All right. And he's got health issues and he's got this and that. And well, yeah, like, you do blow for 30 years straight. You're yeah. going to have health issues. I like I Corona's said, going to have a ball with him. I, I disliked oh, him. That's even a terrible thing to say. Even more. Yeah. No. It, and then I saw, I'm sorry, Frank. I saw some Graham Nash quote recently within the last couple of days. It's pertaining to David Crosby specifically. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, not verbatim, but it was basically he stole the soul. He took the soul yes. out of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. He they took the soul that. out of it. They play that on this. Um, on this oh, really? Documentary. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, great. Great. Yeah. Okay. He says he he ruined okay. it. He completely ruined the band. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Alienated everybody from him. It's just, and you see why he's That's too just, bad. Yeah. That's too bad. Talent like that with talent like that. Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> sad. So, anyways, sad. that's a nice cheery note to yeah. end the show on. Yeah, yeah, evidently. Yeah. <laughs> well, check it out. I looking forward. Looking the... forward to Pete Townsend. Me too. Me too. <laughs> right on. I really thought. I really thought, guys. When I when I came to that, I go, no, Honey's not going to like it. Frank's not going to like it. But awesome. I, yeah. Awesome. I've not, I've not heard the whole album, so looking forward to. It. Oh yeah, I am an animal. I think is my favorite. Or anyway, we'll yeah. get there. Yeah, I've got it. On Pete CD. Townsend, empty glass, folks. Yeah. Cool. All right, Jerry. If you don't have anything else, uh, you know, anything you have to offer up before we go. Yeah, just keep rocking, folks, on Conspiracy Land. Keep rocking. All right. Jim? Smash the like button. Join us. Like, subscribe. Leave comments. Yeah, what floats your boat? Yeah. Yeah, leave leave comments on the video so we know Mm -hmm. what people are thinking. Definitely. I like the back and forth. You can get on there and tell Frank how wrong he is about X. Sure. I've got no problem with that. Not at all. We we did our part, folks. Yeah, I I don't have a problem with it either. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's why I love you guys. Yeah, it's all good. I swear. I swear. Well, you know, just like everything else in life, we can't we can't be the same in everything, you know. No. Each have no. our own taste in music, our own, own yep. whatever. Some of uh, us like some of us like X, some of us like Billy Squire. Yes. Yep. There it is there. Except wrap me in your arms. I can't unsee that video with the pink satin sheets. What the hell was he thinking? Yeah. Why, Billy? Why? 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 I think we've covered this one already. Yes, we have. Yes, we did, but it's just so hideous. Yeah. All right, Jim, why don't you take us home? Shop is closed.